Hello, Govs Nation. You're listening to the PCAST, sponsored by the Flats Off Madison Apartments. No expense was spared in the recent multi-million dollar renovation to provide the Flats Off Madison residents with premium finishes and the latest technological amenities. The Flats Off Madison offer beautiful one- and two-bedroom apartments in a smoke-free community. Stop by today or call a leasing agent at 931-538-3257 to make the Flats Off Madison your new home. I am Casey Krieger. He is out town. Running Nation's top-ranked Austin P podcast. A podcast that's here to remind you that Gardner Minshew and Zach Moss beat the Titans last week. Alex, how are you now? <laughs> I'm here. Um, Good. Here. You? Oh, not so bad. Okay. Uh, Colts Titans. Alex, how? Let's talk about that one. How do you feel? Next question, please. No. Honestly, not great. Um, you lost to Gardner Minshew and, and Zach Moss, not even Anthony Richardson to Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. So that's pretty funny. Yeah, it was hilarious, honestly. And it wasn't even because of Tannehill. Like, I knew he threw that last interception, but, like, before oh, that. I mean, he was just trying to drive down and tie the game. Exactly. Uh, yeah. But before that, I thought he was being okay. Like, I thought D-Hop finally had a good game as tight. He had, what, eight catches for 140 yards? Yeah, no, um, he, he did pretty good until, you know, Julian Blackman stepped in front of the last one. And yeah. I didn't even watch that. Selly was on, baby. <laughs> I knew as soon as we were on that last drive, I'm like, we're not winning this game. I'm going upstairs. Should we talk about the uh, fourth and one call in the red zone? Titans at fourth and one on what, like the eight? Something like that. You want to talk about how Zaire Franklin uh, sto- stonewalled your boy Derek Henry? That was that one. Let me make sure I remember that because it was like we were out of shotgun and then we just run it straight up the middle. No, you ran right. And D-Buck, got, D-Buck got him around the legs that's after because right. Zaire hit him high. Yeah. DeForest got him around the legs, and Zaire put him on the ground. As the Colts tweeted today, we call him Z because everybody stays sleeping on him. See, I remember watching that play, and I was sitting there with Kyle, my roommate, who's also a Colts fan, and I said, why are we at a shotgun on a fourth and one when you have a ground-and-pound running back? It's not like you have, like, an Alvin Kamara or somebody like that who's, like, better at a shotgun running. No, you have a Derrick Henry, line up in the I formation, bring out your goal line offense, and run it. No, let's go – Run it! It it was a dumb call. Her play calling isn't great, it, but there's a Ryan Clark tweet about Zaire Franklin. It says, "You ready? Are we gonna start talking about how gangster Zaire Franklin's been in Indy? Have we talked about the fact that Zaire Franklin's the best linebacker in the NFL? No. I'm pretty sure he still leads the league in tackles. Really? Yeah. Honestly, and that's with uh, Shaq Leonard not even healthy. Yeah. So uh, wait till we get that that back. I'll take your word for it. I haven't watched that much NFL. Like, I watched the Titans game, of course. I missed probably, like, half of the first quarter or something like that. I'm pretty fired up that the Titans are in London this week. You know why? Because we suck in London? No, not even that. Well, I mean, I do like watching the Titans lose. It's pretty fun. Uh, but because the Titans are playing at 9 a.m., that means I get to watch the Colts again at 9 a.m. Uh, who do they play this week? Jags, baby. The Jacksonville oh curse ends this week. It <laughs> stops when we take Jacksonville's old quarterback back in there. Gardner Minshew. Is the best-looking backup quarterback in the league. That's all I've got to say. Can we talk about Richardson, though? Like, it's not good. I mean, he's got, what, two or three injuries already? Oh, yeah. No, no, he gets hurt quite, quite often, it seems. Does he need to sit out the rest of this year? I, I don't. Like, I mean, how serious was his shoulder It's injury? an AC joint, uh, so it's like three to four weeks, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's an IR, but that only has to be four weeks. Yeah. Good news. We have the best-looking quarterback, backup quarterback. God, in the NFL, Gardner I, Minshew. I love Gardner. I hate that he plays for the Colts, but golly, I love Gardner Minshew. Also, the fact that Zach Moss is cooking and Jonathan Taylor's back. You know what? Let me tell you something about Zach Moss. I had him on my fantasy bench last week, and, yeah. I, and I dropped him to make room for some – I don't even know who it was. Speaking of fantasy drops, what was your dad doing dropping Darren Waller in our league? 
So I had Darren Waller. I dropped Darren Waller to pick up somebody else because Darren Waller is big. I thought your dad dropped Darren Waller. No, I did. Oh, he had a good week last week. Yeah, he did. So your dad also dropped Najee Harris. Yeah. Who I just scooped up. You know, I I traded him because I had Rashad White, who's was my starting running back right behind Nick Chubb before he got. If you can't find a spot to at least have Najee Harris on your bench, your team nobody's team's that good. I know. Yeah, I lost my dad fantasy last week. We play this week. Yeah, we do. You're projected to win, but. Yeah, and that's after making a lot of trades. Or, like, not like I, I made one trade because I traded Rashad White for Debo Samuel in our league. Not not Debo Samuel. Uh, Curtis. Another 49ers wide receiver. Because I need more depth there. But, like, I don't know. I think I'm only, like, what, projected, like, 10, like 10 points, points ahead. But with I'm my uh, lineup, it's, like, I started 3-0. and I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure I'm 3-2 and two right now or something like that. Yeah. I got a pick up in one of my leagues I got uh Josh Downs with the Colts he looks really good against the Titans yeah. and he's just fast he runs great routes especially when teams are going to they're going to double Michael Pittman mm-hmm. they're probably going to have an extra guy over watching Alec Pierce because he's a big guy yeah Josh Downs just find the soft spot and mm-hmm. did that pretty well against the Titans defense yeah so have a lot of teams anywho anywho we had uh tennis <coughs> last week men's tennis yeah we did have men's tennis um so the Gubs were home for their second uh, fall tournament of the season, the Brian Coons Memorial Tournament. Um, ended up picking picking up 16 total wins, six in doubles, 10 in singles over the two-day event. Honestly, I thought they looked pretty well. Um, you know, you had teams in that tournament that you expect to pick up wins against, Southern Indiana, Cumberland. And then you also had Tennessee Tech, who we faced a lot in the OVC, of course. That was always one of the premier men's tennis teams. And... So, you know, the way fall tournaments go, it's all just individual results. You don't play to, for a team win like you do in um, the spring. But if you would have played a dual style in that one, I'm pretty sure it's 4-3 or 3-4 or something like that. So I thought it was a really good performance. I think our doubles is looking really good. Um, I think our freshman, Glenn, is looking really good in singles. So overall, it was, it was a good tournament. And now the guys are in uh, Chattanooga for the ITA. So excited to see how they look for that. And Chattanooga. Chattanooga. There was also some soccer last week. There was, down in the Sunshine State. So the Govs. Slow rider. <laughs> That's how I have to remember how to spell Florida. Is that bad? I've always had to do that. Like whenever I spell out Florida, it's always flow rider, just without the space. Yeah, I think it too. <laughs> it's okay. I can't spell restaurant. Restaurant. Um, you have to say restaurant. Hmm. Restaurant. I still can't spell it. It doesn't matter. I cannot spell it. So the Govs drop a 2-0 decision against Florida Gulf Coast. That's a really fl- good Florida Gulf Coast team. Uh, they clinched a tournament spot with a draw against Lipscomb on Sunday. Um, Who did? The Govs? No, Florida Gulf Coast. Florida Gulf Coast, okay. Um, and like I said, that's a good Gulf Coast team. Right now I think they're sitting at third in the A-Sun standings, right behind Lipscomb, who's still undefeated, and right behind uh, Central Arkansas, who they're, um, I believe they're tied with, but Ar- uh, Central has the um, tiebreaker. So, to a decision, you don't love it, but at the same time, it's a good Gulf Coast team. And then after that, we play to a 0-0 draw against Stetson. Uh, their record doesn't show it, but that Stetson team, they do a, they've done a really good job all year of playing some of the better teams close. And they play very defensively minded, which we get in the habit of doing a lot as well. Um, so overall, I think our defense played really well. It was 11 saves by Katie Bond. That's a career high. Gubs have 15 shots, 12 shots on goal, which is their 12 shots on goal are the most this season. 
in the most since having 13 on goal against Stetson last year. So couldn't, fa- couldn't put any in the back of the net, but I still like the attempts that we took. Um, I think Katie Bonds really had a good last couple weeks overall. Um, 11 saves, pretty good number. Yeah, it's the 12th most in a single match in program history. Not bad. So, and I think Katie's going to have to be one of those players that, you know, we're right now we're sitting at sixth or seventh in the A-Sun standings. Uh, got a couple big ones coming up this week. But you're really going to need your goalkeeper to step up and play the best soccer of the season. And It's easier to win when the other team doesn't score. It is. That is what they say, isn't it? I've heard that. I've heard rumors. Um, so, you know, the defense has looked good. Katie especially has really been a standout for this team here recently. So you just want her to continue. You want to continue putting those shots on goal because, yes, you didn't score against Stetson with 12 on goal. But if you're putting 12 on goal every game, more often than not, two of those at least are going to find the back of the net. So, We've had some false softball. We have. The Govs played a doubleheader on Sunday against Belmont. Uh, game one, the Govs won one to nothing. Samantha Miner threw a gem in that one to pick up the win. Uh, a five-hit shutout for Samantha Miner down there at Kathy Maynard Park Show Holt Field. The Govs dropped the second game to Belmont. They fell 9-5. to five. And uh, Skyler, Sher- Skyler Sheridan accounted for four of the Govs' five runs with uh, two coming on a pair, or excuse me, yes, two coming on a pair of home runs. Mm-hmm. But a couple big innings for the Bruins knocked the Govs off in that one. Uh, Govs then played another fall game Wednesday, October 11th, a 10-inning contest against Volunteer State Community College, and the Govs put it on them. It's 15-1 in that one. So, uh, and that's what you're supposed to do in a game like that. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what you're supposed to do. Next one is going to be next Wednesday. That is October 18th. They're going to host another 10-inning game. They're going to play Mineral Area College, which is the knockoff Louisville logo yeah. with the, the sweater that says MAC instead of L. instead of a big L. Uh, honestly, I still love this logo. We talked about it last yeah. week, but it's 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 great. It's fantastic. It is a good logo. Mineral Area College. Sorry it has to be you, but you're just next. <coughs> anyway. no, I think, you know, it's fall ball. It's kind of like fall tennis in a way where it's like, it, it doesn't count, but at the same time, you want to see the performances. I think Skylar Sheridan's a player. Um, Skylar Sheridan and Samantha Miner, both two players you're going to need this year. Yeah, because Sam's probably going to be your number two pitcher beyond Jordan Benefil. Right. Skylar's probably going to be your DP. Um, she, she, was gr- she was really good last year, um, improved across the board. So I think you just want to see that power hitting. I think that's one thing that the guys are going to be looking for a lot more this year, especially with Lexi Osowski-Anderson graduating. Need somebody to hit the long ball. So, and I, Skylar could be one of, that, one of those players. I think she, you know, just get her hot, and I don't think there's very many pitchers that will want to see her step up to the plate. That is correct, Alex. Yes, sir. We also played some volleyball last week right here in the old Winfield Dunn Center. Yeah, so the Govs hosted a pair of uh, Kentucky teams in Bellarmine and Eastern Kentucky. Unfortunately, it wasn't the results that you wanted. Um, they dropped both of those matches 3-0. I mean, on paper, those are two very good volleyball programs. They're both in the top four of the ASUN standings heading into the week, Eastern Kentucky. Um, so you drop the 3-0 to Bellarmine, and then you get an Eastern Kentucky team who's coming in here hot after losing to Lipscomb. Uh, Eastern was leading the ASUN before before that Lipscomb loss, they come in here. They're the best attacking. They're the best serving team uh, in the nation. So they came in here, kind of took it out on the Govs. You know, the result isn't what you wanted. I think you saw a couple of decent performances across the board. I think Michaela Powell's playing well. I think uh, Carly Graham's had a couple of really good games. Kelsey Mead, of course. Um, but 
I got some big ones this week, and you really just want to rebound from that as you're hitting, I believe they're getting pretty close to the halfway point in ASUN, if not past it. Yeah, headed down to Florida for a couple big ones. It's a, it's a tough road. It's a tough volleyball conference. It's a really good volleyball conference. It is. Anything else? No, we had a football bye week. So, uh, What'd you do on the football bye week? I went to Dallas, played some golf with the boys. There you go. Had a, had a good time. How are the greens, as they say? Uh, so it's funny enough, we played the Texas Rangers course the first day, and it had rained, like, poor the day before, which not used to, and it was super yeah. wet. It was the wettest that course has probably ever been, I feel like. Mm-hmm. It was it was, it was was wet, and it was just not what I'd expected. But it was, they were all nice courses. It's, uh, it's a lot more wide open. It's a lot flatter. Mm-hmm. I mean, the greens rolled pretty quick every day except for that one, but that's just because all the water – on them so yeah fun trip ready to get back to football yeah well if there's nothing else to talk about uh we'll have our interview sponsored by the flats off madison apartments with austin p volleyballs emma loris right after this Joining us on the PCAST, we've got a sophomore from the Austin P Volleyball and Beach Volleyball teams. That is Emma Loris. Emma, how are you doing this morning? I'm great this morning. Got to sleep in and then come out here, so feeling good. How, how late did you get to sleep in today? 9.40. That's pretty late. I know. It's pretty good. Pretty late. All right, so first question. I said your last name, Loris, right? Like Morris. What yes. What is the weirdest pronunciation you've got on that? Spelled L-O-I-A-R-S. Lawyers is Lawyers. a common one. Yep. Um, somebody said Lawrence one time. Lawrence. Yeah, I don't know how you got that. Or that's lawyers and lores. It's pretty simple when you get like like Morris, like yeah. just Morris with an L. Exactly. All right. Uh, first, first thing: Are you uh, all online or are you in person classes? Because you said you had no classes today. I'm hybrid, so I have classes Monday, Wednesday, in person, just two of them, and then the rest are all online. So Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, I'm chilling at home. Those in person classes must be tough after all the online classes. Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> when I was in school, the online classes were not an option. So all you guys come in today and they're like, oh, yeah, I haven't gone to a classroom in like three years. And I'm like, <laughs> what do you mean? All right. Uh, so no classes three days of the week in person. Yep. So just volleyball, hang out. Volleyball, sleep in, you know, clean the house. I'm sure that's nice for your travel. Yes, a lot, because then I'm not I have time to do my work. So I'm not like slammed on the weekends trying to, to do it. You don't miss class either. That's true. So you don't have to like get notes for professors. That was a big thing back in the day. All right, let's talk about volleyball. You went to Greenwood High School, Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yep. First question about Greenwood High School. How did you guys get the nickname the Gators being in Bowling Green, Kentucky? We originally were the Cougars. And then I don't know why they changed it, but they changed it because I guess Greenwood and they thought green and Gators, so they wanted to keep the green color. They changed it to the Gators, and then we have this oar, like this spirit stick oar thing that's been Like throughout. a boat paddle? Yes. Okay. And so every year you get to decorate it. Like the senior class gets to choose the outline and you decorate it. And then you have like your oar keepers. And so like other schools try to steal it from you. And one time I had the oar in like the student section at a soccer game and some girl from the rival school tried to like pull it from me and pulled me out of the bleachers. And then like we were literally in a tug of war in front of everyone, like trying to pull the oar back. And I won. I kept the oar. So. Did every school have an oar? 
No. So we had the oar. This other school had like a little hammer thing. And then the other school literally didn't have anything. So I think they were just jealous. So all these schools in Bowling Green are just trying to steal things from each other. Yes. That's what you're telling me. It's a big rivalry and trying to steal it and then like post it on their Snapchat story. And then like you have to go find the people who stole it. So it's a game. Oh, it's a game. Did you ever steal another school's hammer or oar or whatever it was? Uh, I was kind of more on the defensive side to make sure that our oar didn't get taken. So you, you were you were defending the oar. Yes. <laughs> was, I did not expect the Gator question to go there, but uh, it was interesting. All right, so at Greenwood High School, you're an outside hitter and defensive specialist. Yeah. Is that that's not like a normal combo, is it? Or am I just do I just not know anything about volleyball? That's a pretty normal combo. Okay, it just doesn't <laughs> seem like it. Like I, like because in college, I feel yeah. like you're the, you're one or the other. Yeah. Well, in high school, they needed me to hit, so I just played the all the way around. Played all the way around. Yeah. Do you think that helped you prepare for college? Oh. You're a little more versatile. One hundred percent. I think that's why I got more looks than I did because I could do both. So three straight district titles, three straight region titles. Uh, you led the Gators to three straight Kentucky High School Athletic Association Elite Eight appearances. Pretty good, pretty good little career there. Yep, it was fun. Where Loved was it. the uh, Kentucky Elite Eight for volleyball? Because I know whenever they have the basketball and they hold it at Rupp Arena. Okay, so we're like one of the only sports that isn't hosted at Kentucky. So ours is like in a high school gym in Louisville, Kentucky, instead of being either in Louisville's volleyball gym or Kentucky's volleyball gym, which is something we're all a little pressed about. But Where does Kentucky play volleyball? They played at Memorial? Memorial, yeah, Memorials, and then sometimes they play in Rupp. Yeah. Did you ever get to play in Rupp? Nope. I got to play in Memorial, though. We played basketball in Memorial a couple of years ago. It's a nice gym. It's yeah. old, but I'm sure it'd be cool to play there. Yeah. So uh, you're a KHSA, first team academic all-state selection all four years of high school and all-district, all-region as a senior. Yep. You played your club volleyball for Southern Elite or Southern Kentucky Elite Volleyball Academy. Yep, Skiva. Skiva's much easier to say. Yep. Did you uh, play with anybody on your current team? Did you play with anybody you've played against in college while you're playing for Skiva? Yes. So one of my best friends, Katie Howard, plays for WKU. So every time we play each other, we get to get a little picture and get to see each other. And then um, her and then Liberty's not in our conference anymore, but we'll have a girl that played at Skiva that will go to Liberty. I feel like volleyball teams have more connections to other teams than any other sport. Yes. You guys all played club with different people. And, like, it's funny because you'll be playing, like, a random team and you'll look across the net and you'll recognize one of the girls and you'll be like, holy crap, like, I played her in club. What's the uh, best trip you went on with Skiva for club? Did you guys guys travel all around the country? Did you stay Mm -hmm. pretty local? We traveled. um, My favorite trip, we won a bid to the USAV Junior Olympic Nationals in Phoenix, Arizona. Okay. And so um, just my parents and I went, and so I got a little taste of, like, an only child, and we got to go explore Phoenix and... Just, it was like the last time I ever did, so it was good memories. Did you play against any of your teammates that are current Ossipi teammates during club volleyball? No. I did get to see Jamie and Jenna at a tournament, at that Phoenix tournament, but I never got to play against them. Were they on the same team or were they on different teams? They were on different teams. So you guys were all three at that one big tournament yes. in Phoenix. That's uh, Too bad you didn't get to play them, right? I know, right? All right, so you're coming to Austin P. You're getting recruited. Were you a COVID recruit or did you get to actually visit campus? No, I was a COVID recruit. So you never got to visit? Nope. Well, right senior year, when I committed here, I got to come on the visit because that's right when, like, the uh, rules were lifted. So, really, my only visit was here. I feel like I took photos on your official visit. I'm not sure. Did you take photos? Yep. Photo shoot? Yeah. Yeah. Were you here alone? Okay, no. No, Connor took my pictures. Connor took On an iPhone. (laughs) I do remember that. Yep, Yep. with Jenna. That's right, because I remember coming out to practice and you and Jenna were on your visits. Yes. All right, uh, first season of college, you 
came here, you had to play beach as well. Mm-hmm. Had you ever played beach before? No. So that was a big learning curve. And like some days I'd love it because I would finally get the hang of it. And then like the next day I would like go back down. So it's very like, it's hard to be consistent because the game is so much harder than indoor. What's the biggest adjustment to beach? Um, honestly, for me, like the offensive part of it, like I love the defensive part. I love diving around and like getting balls up. But then after you dive and get that ball, you got to get right back up and try to hit one. And that's not exactly my strong suit. So what's your favorite part about beach? Um, diving, really. Like laying out for balls. I think that's so fun. Because you can't dive like that on the wood floor. Yeah, hurt, if I'd, hurt a little more. Yeah, I'd probably get a few bone bruises. <laughs> Do you feel like the – I feel like I ask everybody this when I get a volleyball player. They all agree. Has beach helped your indoor game? Yes, 100%. Reading has helped being able to read what I think like the hitters are going to do because instead of having just one person up blocking, I now have more, so it's easier. Um, and I think like movement, I think we're quicker after playing beach. Cause There's a lot of teams that like practice in the sand that don't mm-hmm. play sports in the sand. So yes. It's good for your like just health and athletic ability. Yep, so being able to move in the sand has like helped me move better out here. Are you excited for beach this, this year? Yes, there's a lot of us, so we're all going to be fighting for spots. Yeah, so that's the crazy thing about beach. There's only six spots, but the whole team's still there. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's one of those, like, obviously basketball has only five players that play, but there's not 20 people on the team. Yeah, so competition's going to be heavy. All right. Uh, indoor, you're a DS now. Yep. Which you played in high school, mm-hmm. but you just played DS now, correct? Yep. Do you like this being specific, knowing your role, working in that one area? Yes, but like I also like in practices, I'll get to hit some too. Right. When they need, so I still get to do what I did in high school. But like in a game, I'm only gonna DS. Right. So I still get both of them. What's the uh, biggest adjustment from high school to college volleyball? Just the speed of the game. Yep. It's so much faster. Serves are coming way faster than they did in uh, high school and club. Uh, I want to talk about your. You just mentioned serves. Your serve song. <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean, right? <laughs> yep. It's the best one on the team. Thank you. What, what, what led you to pick that that as your surf song? Um, well, I love the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. And then my mom used to train for half marathons. And she told me, like, her favorite song to run to because it was just so, like, pumped up. And, like, you don't even think about anything yeah. was Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. So when I was going through surf songs this summer, I jokingly, like, said that one. And she was like, no, you got to do it. Do like, it. you got to do it. And I was like, I don't even care if I get made fun of, like, that's just who I am. I'm going to put it. No. So I have all five Pirates of the Caribbean movies on DVD at my awesome. house. Awesome. I, I love them. What's yep. your favorite one? Give me like a ranking. So give me one through five. If you can, if you can rank them. Number one is at world's end. That's my favorite. See, that's number three, right? I'm yes. with you. Every, my dad's always like, number one is the best. The rest from Martin good. And I'm like, no, Mm-mm. number three is the best one. Number three is good. And it's long. That one's like a three hour movie. Number one is the second best one. though. I agree. It's gotta be the second best. And then. I didn't really like the Stranger Tides one, so I'm going to have to it's, put that last. It's last. It's last. Yeah. And then, um, what's the Dead Men's Chest? Yeah, it's number three. That's three, yep. And then the newest one is fourth. Yeah. Yeah. That one fine. was okay. It's fine. It was more. It was definitely more like Disney, you could tell. It yeah, the Stranger scary. Tides just nah. not any good. You got to get Orlando Bloom and Keira Knightley back exactly. in the picture. Listen, exactly. if they ever make a new one, if we can ever talk Johnny Depp back into it, mm-hmm. I'll be the first one in line at the theater. <laughs> yeah. You're going to have to pay him a lot of money. All right. So, you play the saxophone. I do play the saxophone. You also play the piano, you said. Yes. What, what, what led you to play all these musical instruments? So, my dad 
um, his dad was very musically inclined. And so our family is very musically inclined. And my dad wanted to like, he all, all of his siblings had to play instruments. So he wanted to pass that down to his kids. So when we were in fourth grade, we each had to learn, we started taking piano lessons and we had to learn how to play the piano. We did that for a couple of years. And then once sixth grade hit, that was time for you to like pick an instrument in the band. And let me tell you, I fought and fought to try not to have to be in the band, like tears. Like I did not, cause I was afraid people were going to make fun of me, but ended up actually loving it. So in sixth grade, I picked the saxophone cause honestly, I thought that was the easiest one. Was it? Uh, I don't know. Cause I haven't tried the other ones. Right, right. I'd say no, but some other people might say okay. yes. So then from sixth grade until 12th grade, I played the alto saxophone in the band and I low key like kept it a secret. Like, people did not know I was in the band. Nobody knew I was a band kid in high school. Like, the marching band or just, like... Just, the, like, concert band. The concert band. Marching band, no, because that interfered with volleyball, and okay. I wouldn't want to do that anyway. How do you keep that a secret? How, how do people not know that you're in the band? Well... Did you never have to, like, carry your saxophone to school? I did in middle school, but I think everyone forgot since middle school to high school, <laughs> because I would be so embarrassed to have to carry that thing into, like, morning meeting or whatever, but... I just, band hallway was kind of tucked in the back of the school, and then I would go there for third period and kind of sneak back out, and people wouldn't ask where I was. <laughs> the saxophone's kind of cool, though. Yes. No, I love it, and I'm very thankful that my dad made us do it, because like, as much as I didn't want to do it at the time, like I actually loved it, and I miss it now, not having band practice every day. Do you still play the saxophone? Do you have your saxophone here in Clarksville? So I did at one point, but my brother needed it, so I had to bring it back. Take it back. Because I did bring it here to show Aaron and Tegan my Careless Whisper. What, what, tell me about that. They told me to ask about Careless Whisper. You can play Careless Whisper on the saxophone. I can. I did uh, learn that one one day in band, even though that had nothing to do with our music. There's a there's an old baseball player whose walk-up song with care, was Careless Whisper, and he played for the A's, and mm -hmm. the weird people out in Oakland would just go crazy for yeah. that. Oh, yeah. No, it's so good. I could still If I had my saxophone right now, I could probably play it for you. What about on the piano? What can you play on the piano? Can you still play the piano? Yes, but that was way like that was a lot of classical stuff. Okay. It wasn't anything modern. Like I wish I could be able to get on the piano and play like someone like you by Adele, but like everything that I learned was classical. Like some Mozart, some Beethoven. Yeah, but dumb it down a little. <laughs> but dumb it down. I definitely was better at the saxophone than I was at piano. Well, if you could play Careless Whisper, I mean. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um there's a video at volleyball games they play where they ask like what your last meal would be. And oh I believe God. your answer was bacon, bacon, bacon. <laughs> yeah. If I remember that correctly. Yeah. She kind of asked me the question and then threw the camera on me and I didn't really have time to think. So first thing that came to my head was bacon. And then I think I said any type, any type of bacon, turkey bacon, Canadian bacon. And I just kept going. And that's the video that she ended up putting in there and everyone was cracking up. And like they played it the first night when uh, we played WKU and like the entire football team was here. And the amount of like bacon comments I got after that was insane. <laughs> what, They're like, what, so bacon? And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's good. Is that actually your last meal? What, or if you have time to think about it, what, what's the option? <sighs> um, I'm kind of, let's keep bacon in there and I'm going to yeah, say. Yeah, you got to have it on there somewhere. Bacon cheeseburger from like Joe's Garage with the French fries. Yeah. So good. They are. Yeah. No, that's pretty good. All right. Um, Kate said you drink a lot of coffee and never drink water. <laughs> that was a straight up shot from the trainer. Are you drinking coffee this morning or, or do we have some water? No, I'm not allowed to drink coffee this morning. No coffee. Kate said no coffee this morning. 
So I'm just drinking water because apparently that's a problem. I need to be drinking more water. You're Kyle Jaffa. You got to be hydrated. I know. I'm hydrated on coffee, but apparently that just dehydrates you. It's Yeah, it's apparently not good for you because I'm sitting here drinking. Yep. <laughs> I don't listen. I don't have to play volleyball today. I, I don't know. have to play volleyball tomorrow. I just get to sit and watch football games. That's true. That's true. All right. It's October, so it's uh, the Halloween season. Oh, yeah. Do you have a favorite Halloween movie? Ooh. Hmm. It's, I got to go with Halloween Town. Halloween Town. Disney's Halloween Town. A Disney Disney Channel classic. Oh, it's so good. Do you, have, are you like, do you like scary movies or are you, are you more on like the Halloween Town, like the happier Halloween movies? I'm definitely more of the happier. I'm terrified of scary movies. Okay. Like I get nauseous. Like throw up nauseous. Like Aaron and Tegan tried to show me like Smile. I don't know if you've ever seen that. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, I, I had to leave the one. room. I, I'm just not good with scary movies. I don't know why. There was one that... Um, Max made us watch one time, and it was called like Hereditary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Awful. Never again. That's what Taken was like. We're gonna watch that one next, and I was like, Oh heck, no, we're not. No, don't watch it. Mm-hmm. Do not watch Hereditary. That is <laughs> that. That was terrible. All right. So, uh, did you play any other sports? Yes. So, growing up, my dad wanted me to do like everything. So I played travel softball, played soccer, played basketball. I sucked at basketball, like okay. absolutely terrible. So that didn't last long. Um, I was good at soccer. I love soccer because I like running around. And then softball, like I was heavy into that. One summer when I played travel, we played 80 games. It was every weekend back to back playing and I kind of just got burnt out. My dad was my no, coach. Travel softball is intense. Intense. So I just got burnt out and I was like, you know what? I want to try something different. And my dad was so mad because he played baseball in college. So he wanted me to be uh, a softball girl. And so then I tried my mom's sport volleyball in here we are. Leads right into my next question. Both your parents played college sports. Your mom played volleyball at Siena. Your dad played baseball at the Rochester Institute of Technology. Did that help you kind of when you transitioned to college athletics? Like you had two parents that had been there, done that? Yes, 100%. And they were also like really helpful in the recruiting process. My dad was really helpful making sure like I had everything organized and I was sending emails and so having them both go through it, which it was a little different back then. I think my mom said she put her like film on a vh or whatever they're called vhs yeah vhs and then sent it so it's a little bit different now but they were very helpful and like making sure i kept a positive and open mindset with everything you also have three siblings i do drew ryan and kate Mm -hmm. how do you fit in age wise so drew is the oldest he's 22 and then there's me i'm 20 now and then my younger brother is 17 and my little sister is 14 and we're all three years apart and the boys were born in November, and the girls were born in September. It's kind of wild. It's very wild. That is, that is, it, is, it is a weird coincidence. Mm-hmm. Uh, do all of you play sports? You obviously all played the piano. What other instruments got picked up also? So my brother, older brother played the tenor saxophone, which okay. is just the bigger version of yep. it. Um, my younger brother is also the alto saxophone, and I'm and my little sister is also the alto saxophone. So we all kind of like followed in each other's footsteps. So you guys could start like a saxophone band here soon. Oh, yeah. And my dad can play like any instrument. So I'm like, we just got to teach mom something and we could be a little family band. Who is who's the most musically inclined? My older brother. Drew? Yeah. All right. Do you all play sports as well? Yes. What other sports did they play? So my brother was the goalie. So he, he got the height gene. He's 6'5". I six. got gypped. Okay. Big time. My dad's 6'4". My older brother's 6'5". My younger brother's taller than me. He's going to be in the sixes. Yeah. I bet my little sister will probably hit six foot two. Like, I got gypped big time. Is and your mom tall? She played volleyball. She is my height. Okay. 
so I kind of got her gene. But my older brother was tall, so they made him the goalie for the soccer team. Okay. And he also played baseball. And then my younger brother plays golf. He actually just got – they got fourth in the state tournament for golf. There you so go. props to him. He plays golf and baseball. And then my little sister has taken after me, and she's playing volleyball. Who's the best athlete, best athlete in the family? Me. <laughs> and they'll tell you that, too. They'll all agree? Yes. Pretty, pretty common consensus there. Yeah. Well, maybe the little sister might fight for it, but we'll see what happens with her future. <laughs> Usually, they're, uh, everybody's always like me, but they're like, nobody else would agree with me on that. They're always like, there's a big fight about that. Yeah. Well, my brother didn't play sports in college. He, he's a pilot, so he went into aviation. But my younger brother is good at golf, so I bet I think he's going to start looking at recruiting for that. And then we'll see what my little sister does. What kind of pilot? Like, he wants to be a commercial pilot. So right now he is working towards getting his, like, he's got all of his licenses. Right. But he just needs to get the hours to be able to get the commercial license. Is that going to, like, get you guys some free travel or something? Oh, yeah. In the long run? Oh, yeah. That's, see, that's good. That's a smart move for the whole I family. I know, right? That's good for the whole family. I'm Step, excited. Props to him. Uh, what's your major? My major is marketing, and then I have a minor in management. What's your, you're a sophomore, so you might not have a plan. But what is your plan? So dream job, like I want to work, I want to stay in sports. So right. sports marketing, um, dream job is like working for the Titans, living okay. in Nashville, working for the Titans, working for the depart, uh, marketing department, or even like the Nashville sounds. I kind of like that Nashville area, close to home, close to here. All right. Last question for our rapid fire questions. Why Austin P? When I first came on my visit, the coaches really like grabbed me, like grabbed my attention and like how close this team was. And, like, being able to see how goofy – like, we're, we're a pretty goofy, silly team. Yeah. And so I think my personality fits in right with that. I can be myself. And so that's what really grabbed my attention. Speaking of the coaches, talk about Travis. What was your first time meeting that person like? <laughs> Let's see. He's a disaster. <laughs> he – I mean, I love him. He's super sarcastic and funny, and we're – I think our personalities are kind of the same where it's like we're goofing around, but, like, we know how to mm -hmm. get serious. So we have a lot of fun. We're always joking around, mo poking fun at each other. So, I mean, I love him. <laughs> he's a train wreck. Oh, yeah. You should hear the things he comes up and says in our office. He's just. I can't even imagine. Uh, just the most off the wall things. Yep. Like 1.30, you're trying to do some work, and here comes Travis. Yep. All right. You ready for these rapid fire questions? Oh, yeah. What's your favorite word or saying? Uh. <laughs> Was I can't. That it? No, hold on. Let me think. <laughs> favorite word or saying? Um, have you ever heard of Despicable Me? Have you ever seen Despicable Me? I've heard of it. I've never watched it. Okay. Well, there's Vector on it. He like does this thing. Yes. Where he does his hands and he's like, with power and magnitude. Oh yeah. And like our volleyball team does it a lot. With power and magnitude. Oh yeah. And then you got to like do the. You got to row. You got to like row. Okay. Yeah. What's the last book you read? Um, the summer I turned pretty. What is your worst habit? procrastinating apparently it's not drinking enough water <laughs> oh okay that too and um not speaking my mind okay do you think you can walk a mile in less than 10 minutes yes easy yes you can't run i know you have to walk okay we haven't had a person say yes in a while so. i think well my mom and i would walk like the entire summer and we would try to like beat 10 10 minutes oh i'm i'm all in i think you can do it if my friends don't think i can what is one rule in any sport you want to change or add? Um, I think in volleyball, I think a libero should be able to hit from the back row. They can't. 
They cannot. What they, is the libero rule for hitting in the back row? So you can't jump and hit a ball over and like go past the plane of the net. Okay. So like I guess if you like baby hopped, you could. But if you keep your feet on the ground, you can hit. Yes, it. you can hit it. But like that's just not that fun, you know. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, what app on your phone gets the most use? Snapchat. Snapchat. What's the last gift you gave somebody? Um, I gave some. I bought somebody a sweatshirt. <laughs> All right. Uh, who would you cast to play you in a movie about yourself? Some people say. Uh, I don't know if you watched Disney Channel, but Jenna Ortega. Okay, Wednesday. Have you ever seen Wednesday? The oh. Adams Family? Yes. Movie? I did not watch that. Neither did I, but that girl, people say that that girl looks like me. All right. Or okay. I look like her. Jenna Ortega. Yes. What is the most embarrassing song you love? I'm going to have to go with, like, with a Kung Fu Panda. What is that the song? The like name Kung of the song? Fu Fighting? Yes, that one. From Kung Fu Panda? It doesn't have to be from Kung Fu Panda, but that song is gas. <laughs> Maybe that can be your surf song. <laughs> Next year, yeah. All right. Uh, if you could go to any concert, who would it be? Zach Bryan. Zach Bryan. What is the one place in the world you want to visit the most? I want to go to Italy. Actually, I lied. I want to go to Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Bora Bora. Why Bora Bora? I don't know. It looks pretty, and I like the beach, and I want to jet ski and stuff. All right. Uh, if you could have any three people over for dinner, who would they be? This is, okay. Any um, three people ever? SZA. SZA. Oh, yeah. One. Okay. Number one. We got SZA. One. Number two, Zach Bryan. Number three, let's go with Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan, SZA, and Zach Bryan. Oh, yeah. Just covering the whole spectrum. There. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh this is a question from Jordan Goko that I've added to the podcast because I liked it so much. How would you survive a zombie apocalypse? Honestly, I do what I do in Fortnite and kind of like hide until everyone dies and then come out and just go guns a blazing. You play a lot of Fortnite? I do. I love Fortnite. What do you play on? Um, a PS5. Okay. Are you any good? Yeah, I'm pretty good. When was the last time you got a win? Oh, it's got to be like in the last year. In the last year, yeah. that's a lot of time. That's not like it could be. That could be like a week or like no, like five months. Let's go with. Let me. When was the last time? Sometime in the beginning of the summer is when I was really like heavy on it. When I go home for breaks, like winter break or summer break, like I'm on that Fortnite grind. Do you ever play with? Kenny was saying last week, him and Skylar and Ian have a weekly, or excuse me, not a weekly, a nightly yes. Fortnite game. I need to get Kenny and Skylar on there because I think we could run some squads back. You could add Ian too. You could have four. I could have Ian. Yep. And then I have some other friends that I used to play with. There you go. Just uh, apparently Austin P. Athletics is still big on the Fortnite game. Big on the Fortnite game. <laughs> All right. Who or what inspires you? Um, I'm going to say my mom. She played college sports, played for college volleyball and Obviously, that inspired me to go play college volleyball, but then, like, the way that she kind of not runs our family, but, like, she's so caring, and she would give anything for us, and so I try to be selfless like her. What advice would you give to your younger self? Stop worrying so much and just let it be. There you go. Go with the flow. All right. Uh, last question comes from Kenny Odom. Uh, have you ever got bubble gum stuck in your hair? Kenny yes. has, if you were wondering. I have. But it wasn't a lot. Like, I blew a bubble, 
and yeah. my hair was there and then like it got stuck and then I had to like pull each individual piece out. You're going to have to like chop your hair off to get it out. No, did he? I don't think he had to like chop it off, but yeah. he said his mom had to cut it out. I've heard that um, peanut butter. Yeah, that's what people say. So maybe he should have done peanut butter. Maybe he should have done peanut butter. <laughs> All right, now you get to ask a question of next week's guest. What do you want to ask on next week's PCAST? Um, let's go with if you could play any other sport than that, other than the sport that you play, what would it be? What sport would you play? Yes. Yes. Oh, are you asking? Yeah. Me? Which one would you play? Um, because I have to be like girl and boy based. You can play whatever sport. Well, I'm you playing want. football. You're playing football. I'm playing football. I QB'd for a powder puff okay. two years. I love I love football. It's How, pretty good actually. T- tell me about your powder puff football play. Oh my gosh, it was actually insane. My like the entire school went like I senior year. The juniors were talking mad crap. So you were seniors against the juniors. Oh yeah. Okay. We had practices like some of the senior football guys were like coaching us. Juniors were talking crap. We were like we can't lose because the previous year we had lost. Right. I accidentally threw a pick six. Oh no. That's on me. That's on me, guys. Hey, you wore it. That's okay. That's on. Yep. And um. Senior year, we came out. We won 22 to 0, class of 22. It was meant to be through four touchdowns. No, three touchdowns. touchdowns. Thank you. And then uh, we kind of just went crazy. Big celebration. You're coming for Mike DeLillo's job. Oh, I'm coming for Mike. I want Mike DeLillo's job. (laughs) Like, I've been asking, like, somebody. I used to get out on the field during the summer and, like, throw with some of the football players. And, like, I can can throw a football. You can sling that thing. I can sling that thing. (laughs) That's why my dad was so mad that I quit softball because I can, for some reason, I can just throw a ball really far. There you go. Yeah. Emma, thank you for taking the time to be on the PCAST. Good luck the rest of this season. Thank you. And we'll be right back right after this. Everybody was Another big thank you to Emma Lores for stopping by for this week's interview, which is brought to you by the Flats Off Madison Apartments. The Flats Off Madison Apartments offer beautiful one and two bedroom apartments in a smoke-free community. Stop by today or call a leasing agent at 931-538-3257 to make the Flats Off Madison your new home. Alex. Yes, sir. It's playoff baseball time, and it's getting a little spicy. Getting a little spicy in that Atlanta Philly series. Well, go Phils, right? Go Phils. It's the only one not decided. Uh, Texas – Texas beat the Rays, swept the Rays to win the wild card round. And then uh, they walked into Baltimore and swept the number one seed Orioles, which I believe knocked out your your World Series pick. Probably. I don't remember. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that one, that one's a little bit of a surprise. I think – I didn't think. I know I nailed this one. I said that Houston would win. Uh, they beat the Twins 3-1 to one to advance to the ALCS, where we'll get Rangers-Astros, the two Texas teams. Yeah. So uh, – Fun series there. Both teams have a Mets pitcher on the roster. Uh, one of them actually gets to see that player pitch because Max Scherzer is – I don't think Max Scherzer is pitching for Texas. I'm pretty sure he's hurt, unless I'm crazy. Am I crazy? Uh, I couldn't tell you. I'm, I might be crazy. I don't know why I feel like Max Scherzer is hurt, but I feel like he is. Seems like a pretty safe assumption. Uh, 
they're getting increasingly good news on Ace Max Scherzer. He threw a simulated game, so he was hurt, but he may be back. That's what I was thinking. Gotcha. And then Justin Verlander is is playing for the Astros. They let the Astros post game speech after their win over the Twins last night go on FS1 apparently, mm-hmm. which in the locker room the boys are about to pop the champagne and they let Verlander talk. Yeah. No delay from what it seemed like, mm-hmm. because Justin Ber- Verlander was letting them fly. Ah, uh, yeah. It was a, it was a great speech. He's like, I wasn't even bleeping here <laughs> when the season started, uh, but but apparently just FS1 just paying those. Uh, uh, what is it? Uh, the fines? Who do they pay them to? The f- uh, oh, I could the federal it. broadcast committee or whatever yeah. FCC. Worth it. Yeah. The, apparently FS1's just letting those eat. Uh, the some big surprise is Arizona sweeping the Dodgers. Okay. Oh, wow. Uh, Arizona hit four. It was funny. So, Arizona had three homers in one inning. Nobody ever hit four homers in one inning in a postseason game. Mm-hmm. Christian Walker hits one. They call it a home run. They review it. Foul ball. Call overturn, right? Yep. Comes back up. Very first pitch after the foul ball. Home run. run. Four of them. One inning. So, that Dang. was big. Uh, good riddance to the Dodgers. They've been – they've lost in the first or second round of the playoffs in each of, like, the past five years – other than the year they won a Mickey Mouse title in, uh, in the COVID season. Yeah. So uh, the, the Mickey Mouse Dodgers are, are still here. But oh, the, uh, the big series is Philly-Atlanta. Philly, Philly leads 2-1. to one. They got the first one. Atlanta won the second. Uh, apparently after Bryce Harper got doubled off to end game two, Orlando Arcia, the brave shortstep, said, ha-ha, good job, Harper, or attaboy, Harper, or something like that, which he said in the locker room while media were there, and then, like, the Braves are all whining about why it got out to the media. Because you said it while the media was in the locker room, Orlando. Mm-hmm. So wipe the tears away and get used to it because Bryce hit two homers the next game and stared him down after both and was awesome. I think I would have done the exact same thing. Uh, Nick Castellanos hit two homers too, so pray for your loved ones probably. Uh, Trey Turner hit a bomb. Uh, who else hit a bomb in that one? Uh, somebody else hit one, I feel like. Maybe it was Brandon Marsh. Brandon Marsh hit a homer. So uh, – Man, the Braves do get Spencer Strider pitching in game four tonight, who's their best pitcher, one of the best pitchers in the league. But the Braves also have post-game last night. It's funny. Uh, the tweet I saw was Travis Darno's crying to the media while the Phillies locker room is just a circus. Mm-hmm. So one team's loose and having fun, and the other team's the Atlanta Braves. Very tense. Because they're all, they're all pouting that nobody should have told the media what Orlando said. Oh, wow. These are best of seven, right? No, this okay. round is best of five. Gotcha. So the Phillies tonight can uh, send the Braves home again, which All would right. be hilarious. Sorry, Colby Wilson. Hilarious, because we don't like the Atlanta Braves on this podcast. Not anymore. We are officially anti-Atlanta Braves. I just heard the text from Colby. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> anywho, go Phils. I cannot wait to watch Bryce Harbor win a World Series this year. But let's talk about Austin B. Okay. We have a, have a busy weekend. We really do. We'll start it out with some tennis, Alex. Tell us all about the tennisings. So the men's tennis team is in Chattanooga right now, like we talked about earlier. Uh, they're participating in the ITA Ohio Valley Regionals. Uh, haven't gotten any of those results yet, but I know we have four total players representing the Govs at that. So we'll play. It's four singles, two doubles. Um, you know, it's... You win, you advance in the main draw, you lose, you drop down to the consolation. Um, so hopefully the Govs can go out and pick up, pick up a couple wins in that. You know, we always seem to find, especially in ITAs, pick up a lot of those, like, 
wins against really good opponents. Like I would look at like maybe like a Giovanni Batiste or Tom Bolton to go get a first round win. Go um, sneak one on somebody. Yeah. And honestly, those two have done it. I want to say each of the last two years. So you want to see that. You want to see it in doubles, of course, too. Um, but outside of the men's tennis, the women's tennis team, um, I just got done talking with head coach Marissa Orbella Morrison. Uh, looks like we will have at least one player participating in the International Tennis Federation W15. Uh, that is Monday through Sunday. It's kind of. That's two days. Yeah. Well, Monday through. Yeah. So. Oh, not like a. Never mind. Never mind. I had that backwards. Gotcha. I, I had like a Sunday to Monday in my head when you said that. Oh, no. So it's a. Uh, Monday, th- Monday through Sunday. I uh, don't know exactly who it's going to be yet. Those don't come out until Saturday night. Where's that? Uh, Jackson, Tennessee. I'm going to Jackson. Jackson. But um, so looking to get one of those. It's a big tournament. I don't really know the exact format of it. I believe it's kind of sort of similar to the ITAs, just on a smaller proportion. And of course, you got to be. It's a little bit harder to get into those. So if anybody gets in, I would probably assume it's like a Yana leader, maybe a Denise Torrealba. Um, and then, so after that, uh, women's tennis team has ITA Ohio Valley Regionals in Knoxville at Tennessee's facility. Um, it's another thing that, you know, we, we'll go down there, we'll pick up a couple wins. I think the biggest person that I'm going to be paying attention to at that, if she's participating in this and not at the ITFs, is going to be Yana. Because I think right now we're looking at it, you know, Yana picked up a lot of really good wins at the ITA All-American Women's uh, Tennis Championship a couple weeks ago. If she goes to ITAs and picks up, maybe four or five wins she's probably ranked by the time she leaves that tournament not uh, bad so no we'll take that so uh, that's all i got for tennises cross country is going to run at the angel mounds invitational it's an event co-hosted by southern indiana at evansville obviously both right there in evansville indiana they're going to run at the angel mounds cross country co- cross country course which is located on the banks of the ohio river in southwest indiana it's on a historic native american village but you didn't know that I did not. It's a uh, it's a course that's hosted D three national championships, D two national championships, Division one regional races, Missouri Valley Conference championships, Great Lakes Valley Conference championships. So it's a uh, it's a big time course. It's a it's a serious course. The description of the course is the fast, nearly flat course is divided into two k and three k loops to accommodate the women's six k course and the men's eight k course. So. With less than 11 feet of elevation change throughout the course, oh, wow. the slope incline is 0.7. The average slope decline is 0.6. You should be able to put up some quick times. You would think so. This is this is a course where you go and you put up times, let me tell you. Yep. If you're going to run a course that flat, get your running shoes on, baby. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, so it's a total of 17 teams in this tournament. You're going to face a lot of teams that you're going to be facing in a couple of weeks whenever you go to the uh, ASUN Championships in like Eastern Kentucky, Lipscomb, Bellarmine, all those teams that are, you know, local. So you're going to go up there, especially in a course like that, pick up time. Bring your up, racing shoes, baby. Bring your racing shoes. Let's, let's, let's get some PRs. Let's do that. They've done it a lot this year. We've had a lot of people uh, set PRs each race, so let's keep her going. Let's keep it going. Speaking of keeping it going, the Austin P women's golf team will look for their fourth straight win. Golly. They won the Hoover Invitational. They won the APSU Intercollegiate. They dog-walked everybody at the Saluki Invitational. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, it's time for the Lady Red Wolves Classic. Sage, Meadows, Country Club, and Jonesboro, Arkansas. They've gone the past couple of years. It's not a place where they've played their best the past two years. If we're, like they, They've come in hot. They've won after. They've had people have individual good rounds there. I don't think they've had great team rounds there the past couple of years. So you're on an absolute 
teeter right now. Yeah. Let's see. Last year they finished seventh. Yeah, they played. It, it was one of their – I mean, it's hard to say one of their worst tournaments. They finished the fifth and seventh there the past two years, which for them is just not great. Yeah. I mean, for them, if you're not on the podium, it's really not a great weekend for you. So, I mean, Erica Scott just won the tournament last week. Uh, Maggie Glass finished second. I mean, like I said, you're on, you're on an absolute heater right now. You kind of hate having the off week. Right. But keep it going. Roll that into the Sage Meadows Country Club. Walk out of there with the with the trophy. Maybe say what's up to Butch Jones along the way. There you go. Men's golf team's also back in action. They had the week <laughs> off. Uh, they're going to play their last tournament of the fall, and they're going to play at arguably the nicest course they'll play at all season, the Maquetto Country Club in Cincinnati, Ohio. Eric Elliott and I went up there a couple years ago. It is one of the oldest country clubs in the country. It is spectacular. It's beautiful. Okay. Great golf course. Uh, Adam Van Raden threw down a second-place finish last time we went up there. Uh, he had a great final round to get there. I don't remember if anybody on this team would have played in that last one there. Um, I don't think – yeah, Jacob Falkscholler definitely wasn't here. Reese Britt would have been a freshman. Don't think he played in that one. He could have. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, a, it's a great tournament. Xavier puts on a good event. They have a sweet golf complex at the Maquetto Country Club. I did that. Oh, yeah, they had their own building. It's awesome. Awesome. Like a, it's connected to the driving range. They get out there and hit balls whenever they want. Mm-hmm. Like I said, fantastic course. I used the golf. I stole a lot of golf tees and used them forever. Uh, it's one of the best parts about going to these golf tournaments. They always stock the carts with tees, mm-hmm. and I always just take all six and put them in my pocket because I'm not going to use them that day, but I'll use them in the future. There you go. So, uh, Robbie's going to take the boys and get some Skyline Chili up there. There you go. Great trip. Why not, why not, why not go throw it down another one? They played well at their, own, at their home tournament. They finished second. Uh, Reese Britt finished second overall. Payne Elkins played on the B team, threw down a top five finish. Mm-hmm. So just there's pieces. Just put them together. Right? Why not do it at the McKettle Country Club? Exactly. Alex, what else we got? We got some soccer and volleyball this weekend? Yeah. Uh, I'll start with volleyball. Um, so they're going down to Florida. They're going to play two. Where are they going to? Florida. 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 Um, so they're going to play Gulf Coast and Stetson. Uh, Gov's currently two and four in a on play. You're facing – you're facing a really good Florida Gulf Coast team. I know I said uh, in the previous segment that Eastern Kentucky, before losing that Lipscomb match uh, last Friday, was the best team in the A-Sun. Well, right now, statistically, it's Gulf Coast. Uh, they are 6-0, and uh, tied with Lipscomb for that top spot. They're 13-5 and overall this season. <clears throat> they do a lot of things right, and, I mean, that's how you get to 6-0. and They've got really good middles. They've got good outsides. Um, but at the same time, I think if we go out there, we play our best volleyball. You know, you put last week's results behind you that we can go out there and, you know, compete with them at the end of the day. And then you got a Stetson team that is tied for fourth in the A-Sun. They're four and two. Um, that's a team that you, you want to go down there. You want to definitely pick up a win against. They have a really good setter. Um, she's one of the better ones in the conference. But again, if you can go out there, we need to get our middles hot. We really need to get our outsides uh, going a little bit more. I mean, you feel good about your right side with Michaela, but you know you want to see maybe a little bit more from the outsides. Whether it's two it's really good blocking teams, so you're gonna have to find some other options other than Michaela Powell. Yeah, to exactly. get the block away from her. I mean, whether that whether that's your maybe like a Peyton, uh, Didasheimer, um, Sarah Carnethan, Carnethan, maybe an Elizabeth Wheat, Elizabeth Wheat, get the middle blockers involved, get yeah, Carly get, Graham in the game. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think the biggest player that I'd look at in a game like this would be like a Maggie Keenan. Um, she's had a little bit of a down past week or so, um, but you know, she's still right up there. I still believe that she's one of the best middle blockers in the conference. So you want your best players to play their best in games like this. So, big players make big time plays and 
big time games, right? That they do. All right, Alex, there's uh, some big soccer <coughs> matches coming this weekend as well. Yeah, we've got two very important soccer matches coming up. Uh, first, we're going to play Kennesaw State, actually, uh, tonight, Thursday, 6 p.m. at Mobroso. Govs right now are seventh in the A-Sun standings, or tied for sixth in the A-Sun standings. Um, you got a Kennesaw State team that's two spots behind you. That was Kennesaw State. They were really good last year. They had one of the best players in the A-Sun. Uh, her last name is Rainwater. She's a really good forward. She hasn't scored this year. I don't know if that was – I don't know what's been up with that. They don't – or uh, Kennesaw State doesn't score a lot. They have eight goals this year, but they have seven goal scorers, only one person with multiple goals this season. Uh, they're really solid defensively, of course. But, I mean, you win today and then you win again against Queens, you've punched your ticket. Punch that ticket. So, I mean, you don't. You definitely don't want to go out here. Cause say you lose today, North Florida jumps you, Kennesaw State jumps you, and then you're on the outside looking in. But you take care of business this week, then you're in a good spot. And then Sunday we have Alumni Day against Queens. Um, that's a Queens team who, honestly, looking at them on paper, you can kind of tell they're only in their second year of Division One. Now they're not bad by any means. They're two one and five in conference, but they kind of play for that draw like a lot of soccer teams uh, do at that level. But, I mean, it's another team. They're sound defensively. They've only given up four goals in – or, no, they've only given up three goals in ace on play so far, but they've only scored four. So you want to go out there, you know, say you pick up a win against Kennesaw State today, you definitely want to pick up a win against Queens because then after that you're facing the best team in the ASUN and Lipscomb. And you definitely – you know, I, th I think we can go up there and maybe pick up a point against Lipscomb, but you – you don't want to have to beat Lipscomb to get into the tournament. You know, you want right. to take. You like to have your ticket punched. Yeah, you want to take care of business at home, and uh, punch the program's first ever ticket to the A Sun Championship. That we do. Big football game this week. Second home game of the season for the Guffs. Yep. Right here at Fort Terrace Stadium, right at the Fort. Uh, bye week. There's some disrespect for the Guffs. So I've heard. There's some disrespect for the Guffs. Uh, after the Guffs' 52 to 10 win against Lindenwood, big win. Uh, some people have started to put the Govs in their top 25 poll. Understandably. Which you should have done. You should have already done done it by now. If we were Eastern Kentucky or Montana, we'd be in the top 15. I said that yesterday, and I stand by it. If people don't want to vote for us because it says Austin P next to us, put our resume with Eastern Kentucky, Montana. They, they'd vote for the Govs. Yeah. Uh, Craig Haley has specifically called out the Govs the past two weeks. Mm -hmm. This is a guy who voted for the Govs after the Lindenwood win. <laughs> right. The Govs had a bye week. Teams in front of Austin P lost. And he still dropped the guys out of his bowl. You don't drop a team after a bye week. Yeah. Especially after a team that's on a three-game winning streak. <coughs> Excuse me. What Craig said was, some uh, may want to believe that computer rankings get it right over people. But would you say ranking Austin P at number nine, Western Carolina at 21, and North Carolina Central at 41 gets it right? Craig is referencing the Massey ratings, which have the Govs as the only team in the top 12 mm -hmm. outside of the Missouri Valley Conference or the Big Sky Conference. It's just Austin P bias. Nobody wants Austin P football to be good because they just remember the losing streaks. Mm -hmm. And uh, Craig could have said, Craig could have said, I don't think the computer ranking systems get it right all the time. Yeah. I don't think that they're completely accurate. I think that there are inherent flaws to them. He could have said that. Instead, he's called out Austin P two weeks in a row. Yeah, and I think it's I mean, it's fair to call out the computer rankings and stuff like that. You but can call it the computer rankings. Why are you singling out one team? Yeah. Two times. That's and it's I funny, mean. if you go to the Massey Ratings website, they have a composite rankings where you can take basically every analytics website that ranks the FCS teams, mm -hmm. and it counts those, it counts both polls, and you can do a rankings. And even then, Austin P only falls to 15. Yeah. So, and that's considering we're not even in the, either of the national polls. Yeah. 
It's uh, it's it's silly. I still don't get why we're not ranked. Like, because we're Austin P. Yeah, but I mean, look at the resume. We've blown out the teams that we should have won. We won a conference road game. We won a, we won a conference road game against a good team. We and played Tennessee two, tough. Only two losses are against a top ten a top ten team and a good FBS opponent in Tennessee. A ranked FBS opponent. Yeah. That we played close exactly. in their home opener. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's Insane. Leave no doubt. It's just silly. Let's it's just, just run the, silly. Let's just run the table and give them no choice. We've got to run the table. We've got to. I'm sorry for everybody on the schedule. We got to go style points. We we can't leave any yeah. leave any questions here. If if the govs are up on you, don't expect the foot to come off the pedal. Yeah, Mike DeLillo staying in that game. It is all gas, no breaks, and it's not your fault. It's the it's the it's the voters' fault. It's the FCS playoff committee's fault. Mm-hmm. Uh, until they want to respect Austin P as a football program, which they have not proven they want to. We have to continue to blow teams out. Mm-hmm. Sorry, hope, not I hope sorry. We, I hope we have another one this weekend. You know, I think we will. Gardner Webb coming to the fort. Goes never beat Gardner Webb. They trail two to nothing in the all-time series. Uh, fun little note: This is the youngest head coach Scotty's ever coached against. So the two youngest coaches in the FCS, not the youngest coach in Division One football. That's Arizona State's Kenny Dillingham. Okay. Uh, but Scotty Walden and Trey Lamb, 61 days apart. Trey Lamb is 61 days older. He just turned 34. Scotty Walden turns 33 or 34 next month. Uh, it's a big one. It's a big one. It's a non-conference game. You ha- kind of need to win those for the for the playoff committee. Yep. Uh, obviously, the best way into the playoffs is win the conference. But if you do have to leave it up to the committee who has not helped us in the past, mm-hmm. you should win these, and you should win them convincingly. Yep. So it's uh, – and I think we will. I mean, you're the guys are hot, man. And you're coming off a of bye week too, so it's like everybody's going to come in rested, rejuvenated. And yeah, you had some guys get a little banged up. There, yeah. everybody's healthy. Uh, you give Javon Jackson a week off running the ball. Since, obviously, losing C.J. Evans is terrible. It hurts. Would love to have C.J. Javon and C.J. Maybe the best one-two in the conference at yep. running back. We don't have C.J. That's just the reality. Mm. And the two games since CJ's left, you want to talk about stepping up. Javon Jackson's averaging 177 and a half yards and a, one and a half touchdowns per game. He averages 6.2 yards a carry. That's for the season. Yeah. And the last two games, he's averaging closer to seven and a half yards Jeez. a carry. A carry, Alex. Yep. Seven and a half a carry. Mm-hmm. That's insane. That's good, right? Yeah. This man, and he said it on the coaches' show. I he's like, I just feel like I get stronger the more I carry the ball. It's true. Yeah. And Scotty jokingly said, I think that's a ploy for Javon just to get the ball more. Which Hey, whatever works. Whatever gets I mean, but listen, it, listen, it works. It's nobody true. wants to tackle that man in the fourth quarter. Uh, I believe the, we- the – not the Western, excuse me. The uh, Gardner-Webb coach called Mike DeLillo a bowling ball in his press conference, which is funny. Kay. But, I mean, for a quarterback, Mike does run pretty heavy. So yeah. that's, that's, kind of, that's how a lot of coaches describe, like, a Josh Allen, too. Yeah. I Definitely mean, heard that before. I'm not going to sit here and make that comparison, obviously. That's no, of course the best not. best quarterback in the National Football League. <laughs> But for a quarterback, I, Mike runs pretty strong. He so. really does. And he uh, hopefully get to air it out a little bit this week. Just get in there, get up early, get some guys some playing time, rest some guys. That's the goal. Give me a prediction. They've won the last two. Or they've won so 63-3, to 22-20, and 52-10 to 10 on the winning streak, the three-game winning streak. The Guzz are outscoring their opponents by 104 points. That's 137 to 33. Austin Peay's won its last three games by an average score of 45.7 to 11. 45.7 to 11. Jeez. In the first quarter, Austin P is outscoring teams 18.7 to 
to 2.3 in the mm -hmm. first quarter. In the first half, it's 25.7 to 6.7. All right. I think so. You're looking at a Gardner Webb team. There are two wins against Elon and Robert Morris. It's a Gardner Webb team that's very similar to us. They want to play tempo, they want to score, they want to move the ball. It could get shootouty, uh, but I trust our defense to not let that happen. What's your score prediction at? Man, I think the Gus hit 50 again. I think we I think go the third. Too. I think we put up a third, a third 50 burger this season. I'm going to say like 56 to 17. Okay. Um, judging, so they lost to Tennessee State, which is kind of what I'm basing a lot of it. Now that was like a month ago. Now, I'm going to say Gardner Webb lost to Appalachian State, 45 to 24. They beat Elon, who picked up a big win against somebody else. Um, Maybe Holy Cross, maybe NC, or they, maybe NC Central. They picked okay. up a big win. Elon has a good win this year. Thirty-four to seven was that win for Gardner Webb. That's probably their best win of the season. It, they only have two. It's their, definitely their best win of the season. They lost to Tennessee State by two. They got blanked by Eastern Carolina, and they beat a bad Robert Morris, thirty-one to sixteen. So definitely that thirty-four to twenty-seven win against Elon's their best win of the season. Okay, I'm going to say fifty-one to twelve. That Elon win, I'm thinking of, was a 14-6 to win over number five, William & Mary. Yeah, they lost to NC Central the next week. Gotcha. So, I mean, that's a good win because it's only because they beat William & Mary. So, we've got 50. 51-12. 51-12 and 56-17. to Don't so, ask how they get to 12. I don't know. Don't ask how <laughs> they get to 12, he says. Well, that's our score predictions. Yep. We need to start writing these down. Uh, we should, but. Write them down. 51. You want to make any more predictions while we're at it this week? I'll take Javon Jackson over 100 yards for the third straight game. Give me uh, Mike DeLillo accounting for five-plus touchdowns. Five-plus through the – he had he threw for three last week and ran for one, so we only had four last week. I'd say, but I'd say four and one. Four, four, four through the air, one on the ground for the bowling ball quarterback. Anything else, Alex? Give me – Here we go. Give me automatics – Okay. With a 50-plus yard field goal. Does he break the record of 55? No, I don't think so. What's your distance? Call your shot. Give it to me. 53. Auto Maddox from 53. He's four for four on the season. I know. Four for four. He's hit one in every game he's had one. He hasn't missed yet. Uh, man, he's climbing those record books. He is. He, he's second in just about every field goal or PAT record. Mm -hmm. And the only reason he's behind Logan Birchfield is because he got that 14-game season for the playoffs. So we get matters to the playoffs and those records are coming down. Let's do it. Let's do it. Dr. Kristen McGregor, Matthew Kilpatrick, Charlie Husband, and Trey Price have all the community service opportunities for you, student athlete. Uh, ghost candy drive. It's October. So collect that candy. We'll give it out to some kids. Do some good. Yeah. Do some good. Go get some Gov's Cup points. Go watch each other. Yep. Go, uh, go cheer on each other. Go have some fun. Soccer tonight. Yep. Soccer tonight and on Sunday at 1 p.m. Football on Saturday. Get out to Forterra. Get out to Mo Brosso mm -hmm. and get wild. Alex, how do people follow us on social media? Follow us on X and Instagram at Let's Go P or on Facebook at Austin P Governors. And uh, shout out to Maddie, Bree, Lexi, Robert, Carter, Henry. It's been a lot of uh, a lot of stuff going on. A lot more stuff going on this weekend. Uh, also, shout out to Robin coming back um, October twenty sixth. October twenty sixth. Yep, just in time for Gov's Madness. Back in business. Yep. Got the whole squad. Let's go P.com for dates, news, stories, and information. Cody Bush, Alex Allard. Newly hired, not not newly hired anymore. We should probably take that out of the script. Camille hasn't been newly hired in like months. Why she's it? been here for like three months. She's been here for three months. Camille's not new. She's a vet now. She she's a seasoned vet. Chris Austin, Knox Reese, and myself. All the information you can use there on Let's Go P. Tickets 
completely digital now for football and for basketball. Yep. Ticketmaster. So if you want single game tickets, hop on Ticketmaster and buy those. If you mm-hmm. want season tickets, call Dawson Ticket Office at 931-221. P-E-A-Y, that's 7329. Uh, you've still only missed one home football game. So get on there and buy those season mm-hmm. tickets right now. You get them before Saturday. You can come watch the Govs the rest of the season yep. while you're also on the horn with them. Talk about some basketball tickets. So basketball season tickets out now. Um, one of those things. It's going to be a lot of fun at FNM Bank Arena. Um, every time I go in there, it's get a little bit more fired up for basketball season. It's a state-of-the-art facility. It's amazing. These two teams both look really good in practices. Uh, men's basketball team fired up. I go and watch them at practice, and you would think they're in midseason form. The women's basketball team, very similar. Head coach Brittany Young, you know she's got that team running well. Um, so get your season tickets. Single, di- single game tickets coming out soon. Uh, so make sure to stay tuned to Ospie Men's and Women's Basketball social media, the Let's Go P accounts, because we're expecting those to come out very soon. ASUN Basketball Media Day next Monday yep. at uh, FNM Bank Arena as well. Yep. Turn on those post notifications for Govs Men's Basketball and Women's Basketball. We've got preseason all-conference stuff voting, coaches' polls dropping. We've got interviews on ESPN Plus with the coaches. Uh, so Content, d- content, 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 content. A whole lot of content. Content. On Let's Go P on the social media accounts. We're going to have the whole squad out there. Yep. We're going crazy on social. We are. We're going wild. It's going to be fun. We're going stupid on social. Go stupid, go crazy? Yeah, we're doing that. <laughs> uh, I, would tell, I would tell everybody here, I would say, call the Aussie Ticket Office and grab your tickets to the Buffalo Wild Wings Blazing VIP Zone for this Saturday's game against Gardner-Webb. We're sold out. But bad news, we're already, we done sold it out. Yeah. The Blazing VIP Zone going to be packed. Yeah, it is. Going to be packed on Saturday. Sold out, full house. Cannot wait to see everybody at the fort. Don't worry, we've still got tickets. You're just not sitting in the blazing zone because sold that sold thing out already. But when you call and buy tickets for this week's game, you should buy tickets for the blazing game, blazing zone for the next home game. Just two, go ahead and jump weeks. on it so you don't miss out next time. Yep, hottest ticket in town. Mm-hmm. Find us on iTunes or Spotify or directly on the website. Let's go p.com backslash podcast. Give us a rating and review on the podcast. Five stars. Five stars. Want to suggest a guest or let us know a local on campus event? We should shout out. Tell us your thoughts on Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Uh, Everybody else has, so why not you? I'm, you know what? It just shows how great of a person Travis Kelsey is to make somebody like Taylor Swift popular. <laughs> <laughs> Tweet us. I'm C underscore Craig 19. Swifties, tell Alex how much you hate that statement <laughs> at Alex Allard underscore APSU. Shout out to Jason McDonald. Shout out to Bud Jenkins. Shout out to the best looking backup quarterback in the NFL, Gardner Minshew. We'll talk to you next week. So long, everybody. Yeah.